Dollar beers. You gotta love the 70s. Who wants to listen to some Captain and Tennille? My mother played it. A lot. Hey there, I'm Court. And I'm Brad. We're with Pure Fandom, and today we've got so much to talk about after seeing the Legends of Tomorrow series premiere. You can read our thoughts on other shows and movies by visiting purefandom.com. I just submitted my reactions on the first look footage from the new Wonder Woman movie, and oh my god, it looks so good. Filming just started up this past November, and they don't have a lot going on, but the little that they sent out, awesome. I'm also working on a few other things, including a piece about the new Han Solo movie and Fox's upcoming show, Lucifer. What are you working on, B? Well, I just finished up some American Horror Story thoughts, and I got a piece on the Mothman coming up this weekend, along nice. with pictures of me with the actual Mothman. Well, he's a statue. Anyhow, head on over to purefandom.com and check out the tons of other killer writers who are filling the site up with amazing fandom articles. Definitely. And if you want to reach us, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Brad Zeby. And I'm Jen Dev. Be sure to use the hashtag Pure Fandoms when talking about the show, Legends of Tomorrow, or basically any other show. And if you're talking about it, we want to talk about it too. Also, be sure to check out purefandom.com and Pure Fandom on Facebook. Let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing or reading about. Again, be sure to include the hashtag PureFans. You can also check out the other podcasts that we do, Sci-Fi Rewind. We talk about a bunch of other different television shows that we're watching or movies, as well as the latest news. Tonight, though, we are totally focused on Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, we are. Before we jump into the episode summary and our thoughts on the debut for the CW's latest heroes, we've got a bit of show news to share with you. The last time we recorded, we shared that Firefly's Jewel State would be guest starring in an upcoming episode. Now, we have another bit of casting news, and it's kind of awesome. At some point during this first season, our legends will be kicking butt in the wild, wild west. The wild, wild west. No, this is the Wild West. This isn't the Suicide Squad Wild No, it's another actor. He's in another movie. <laughs> well, maybe they can get Kevin Klein. Ooh, Kevin Klein. That, that, that would be a good get, you know? There you go. There they will be meeting up with Jonah Hex. There nice. was a movie that came out with a character a few years ago starring Josh Brolin. This time, Hex will be played by Jonathan Sheck. That's cool. I was kind of looking forward to going back into the Wild West. It'll be kind of interesting. Yeah, and I really like the character. I, I didn't really see the movie too much, but he looked really creepifying. So I think it'll work. I saw the movie a long time ago. Uh, I can't give any more on that. It was it was a while back. I don't recall it enough. I heard it wasn't good. Wild Wide West was on TV not too long ago, though. But anyhow, <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Let's keep, let's keep going with this. Okay, so Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, the first episode of the series premiere was titled Pilot Part 1. So we'll get pilot part two next week. This past episode was directed by Glenn Winter, and it was written by Greg Berlanti, who also created the show. Okay, and the synopsis. Time-traveling rogue Rip Hunter has to recruit a ragtag team of heroes and villains to help prevent an apocalypse that could impact not only Earth, but all of time. During this episode, we get to see the team assemble. Well, after Rip does the whole flashbulb thing from Men in Black and knocks them out, I don't mean to keep bringing up Will Smith. It's just happening, okay? Um, <laughs> but uh, they don't lose their memories. It only knocks them out. 
Hunter reveals a dark future and tries to convince the heroes and villains to travel back in time with him in order to take down the show's big bad, Vandal Savage. The group is pretty much split down the middle about whether or not they should help, but ultimately end up on Rip's timey-wimey ship called the Wave Rider. They travel to 1975, and my hawks get an interesting blast from the past, or another lifetime, at least. Yes, they're yeah. another lifetime blast from yeah. the past. They, they've had a couple of those. Well, let's talk about what worked in this episode. I know I had a great time watching this show. The characters and the actors work perfectly together. They, they, there's a little bit of growing that needs to happen there, but a lot of them, you know, mesh really well. Mm-hmm. And it was an epic crossover. The character introduction was great for those who don't watch both Arrow and Flash. Like, you know, I don't watch Arrow as much as I, I watch Flash more. So right. having that whole thing come in worked out really well. And my wife watched it with us, and she's like, do I need to know who these characters are? And she's like, no, you should be able, they should explain it a lot. And they did. And it was just enough character dump <laughs> to... Tell you who everybody was. Yeah, I, d- I did notice that too. They included some of the scenes from the Legends of Flero crossovers that happened back in November or December. Right. And so that was really good. And they gave this brief synopsis of, oh, she was reincarnated or he was reincarnated. You died and you came back and all this other stuff or you're bad guys. And they were like, okay, now go. Right. It, it and it worked out. I mean, you have a it was something they had to get out of the way. We got to let everybody know who everybody is. And poof, here you go. Done. Right. And you can watch it by itself until they do the three-way crossover where you'll have to watch all three episodes. And you know, then you'll be sucked into it and you'll go, I got to watch it because just because. Because they're all awesome. Uh, out of every, There's just no time. I, there isn't there's not enough time in a week. Out of everybody though, Ray's character introduction was a bit on the depressing side. It was sad. <laughs> Ray tells Oliver that he died and no one cared. And now he wants to do something to change that, only to find out, hey, guess what? You don't matter after all. Dun, that, dun, dun. that was a great build up to them finding out uh, the, the truth about them not really being the legends they thought they were. It was. And it kind of made sense later on. Yeah. Because when um, Kronos shows up, Time Cop? Yeah, Time Cop, Boba Fett. <laughs> he, uh, it, the two the two kids see him right the the two guys yeah and he's like hold on I got to find out if you're significant and then kills him which that is, would probably happen to so many of us right not me you know because but uh, well yeah because we're gonna write the great works of the world and exactly, TV shows it's gonna happen it's just a matter it's of time so gonna happen but this you think you're doing stuff and only to find out you really don't matter in the long run and it's yeah kind of depressing actually. But I like that buildup and how that all went, too. Mm-hmm. And so we also got a little bit more about Sarah mm-hmm. wanting to become something more than she already was. You had you had mentioned about her character before, about what, she, what happened to her in the past. So that kind of helped bring it all together also with her. Right. All right. So for me, I thought... This, I thought the show was a lot of fun. And that's one of the things that drew me in with uh, The Flash. 
Because with the Arrow, it's super serious. You got all these things going on. He saw Broody all the time. But with the Flash, it was a whole lighter flavor to it. And I feel like that's what's happening on this show too, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, Berlanti and company also do a really good job of putting together these ensembles of characters that just really mesh well together. At first, I was enjoying the interactions of our main pairings, you know, my hawks. And I'm just going to keep calling them my hawks because I love them so much. Hot girl and uh, hawk chick. <laughs> I mean, hot, hot guy and hawk chick. <laughs> Yes, Hawk Dude and Hawk Lady. <laughs> Carter and Kendra. So I, I love those guys. And then Martin. Like Martin was just really growing on me in this episode. Like that actor, I already love him and everything he does anyway. And just here, like he had some of my favorite lines anyway. And the fact that we didn't really get to see him and Jax much beyond that one episode where they were kind of introduced to each other in The Flash a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of went away. It was it was it was weird seeing them on screen again together because I was used to Stein being with Ronnie's character, well, and then all of a sudden, you know, we get to see their personalities kind of warring with each other. Like you have him trying to be mentor to this younger guy and trying to tell him different things that he needs to do, but they're really supposed to be partners, right? Yeah. I, and that's what I really liked about this. Also, was the fact that yes, if you watched Arrow and you and you saw the whole Firestorm one where they just got together. It, you were there was a lack of stuff. I mean, they didn't. The characters didn't have a chance to develop more than that. Right. So seeing them together now is really awesome. Yeah, like they, those two are really winning me over. I, I went into this loving my hawks already, but Martin and Jax after the after the episode ended last night, I'm like, oh, I, I love these two too. They're great. Uh, same deal with Mick and Leonard. We already saw their partnership back in season one. We didn't get to see a lot of them, but enough to kind of whet our taste for these guys. And we know there are bad guys. The beginning of this episode was so funny. So is, is Leonard a father? I, I didn't know that. He was stealing diapers. I'm not really sure on his on that much of a backstory for that. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. Like, I thought that was hilarious. I I, I love these guys because everybody tends to think they're like bumbling idiots when yeah. and thieving thing. But they're actually both really smart. Oh no, they're they're so smart. Right. They save the day later with Boba Fett, I'm well, telling you. They also know how to take apart their guns and make them work. Yes, they Be- do. Because we've had this whole thing with uh Cisco getting them back and stuff like that. So they can not only smash and kill people, but they can take away uh take apart these nice little toys that they have and right. make sure they keep on working. And I guess that will be necessary for um, the, managing the ship. Even though they have Gideon, it will right. be nice to have other people who can kind of work things out that way. Yeah, so we- I, I love those pairings to start up with. And then as the show was progressing, the, the episode was progressing, we got to see the, the group all kind of work together, mix things up. Like Leonard was looking out for Jax. He was like, no, nah, I said I'd look after you. You have to stay on the ship. Sorry, kid. That was cool. And then Martin and, uh, and Mick, like they're bonding over roofies. Was he looking out for Jax, or was the fact that Jax didn't have an idea and he couldn't drink? I'm sure he didn't drink back in the 70s. Wasn't the legal age like 18 way back when? I don't know. Although, like you said, he didn't have any ID. He, he, could, he couldn't prove himself in a bar fight, I guess. I don't know where it was. Yeah, he, he probably couldn't have. Although, he could have flamed somebody up. There you go. Well, that would have been can bad. He, by, he can't do that by himself, though. Yeah. He no, to, he can. I'm sure he can. No, he has to, he has to merge with uh, Stein in order to do that. Oh, that sucks. That's why Stein had to get back to the ship. I thought they were stronger together, but okay, that makes sense. Uh, See, I'm thinking about Ronnie, where I know Ronnie could do different things like that, I too. don't. Yeah, because I don't think Jax can do that yet. I think Ron, Ronnie could, but I don't think Jax can yet. 
I guess we'll probably find this out later on down the road since we only had one episode with him in Arrow. So, but I feel like we've been watching this for a long time already. I know exactly because of the crossovers and the introduction from the Arrow and uh, Flash. Right, it ma- it does make a big difference. Okay, so again, Carter and Kendra were among my favorite things here as they were in the Flare crossovers. It's interesting seeing them reacquainting themselves with one another again and, you know, just their shared past, plural. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I'm still not sold on the whole hot girl, hot guy thing yet, so we'll have to keep going. Let it go. I'm just not. Like, what are you missing? Like, they were the the focus of the Flaro crossover. They can be the focus of it, but I'm still not bound to their characters. They don't have. Oh, they don't interest you the most. No, they don't. Yeah. See, I I think what interests me the most is I I love love stories. So, like, the whole soulmate thing. Like, that, that, that totally calls to me. Well, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to flesh out more. I actually heard a thing, mm-hmm. heard a thing oh. from a you hear? that the next episode will have more fleshing out of the Hawks. Oh, good. good. So that may change my whole look on them when that comes up. We'll have to see. Okay, I'm down with that. So, like, we we loved a lot of stuff in this episode. Clearly, what didn't work for you besides my Hawks? <laughs> besides. <laughs> Well, I think I just mentioned that. Was, uh, we'll see them next week. Yeah. Um, I, I not really much. I mean, there because I I took it for what it was. It was a big info dump of a first episode. Yeah, we had to get all that stuff out of there just to be done with it. Yeah, I'm with you there. I would have liked it to be a two part. Uh, it's a two part episode. I would have liked it to be a two hour episode. You but know. we had to see the 100 man. Well. well I, yeah, but I would have liked to see it one after another. Okay. <laughs> and go with that rather than have to wait. Because I thought it the way it ended, it was pretty cool. But I, that's the only thing I really didn't like about it. Everything else was, you know, what I expected from a pilot introducing a whole bunch of people. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm with you with all of that. And overall, I thought it was really well done. The effects weren't bad. They were actually pretty great. You know, sometimes when you get that futuristic thing... Like you, we know it's not real, but some of it just looks really so unrealistic that it's just bad and poorly done. This was not that. This was really well done. Some of the lines, though, were just really cheesy, and the overacting in some quarters. Like I love Carter, but like he was really pushing it sometimes. And same thing with uh, Arthur Darville. Like he's an awesome actor, but it felt like he was in a Shakespearean play right. some of the times. Like he was so intense with everything. Like, I just wanted him to bring it down every now and again. Well, you know, he's taken on the role of a Time Lord, something new to him that he hasn't tried before. <laughs> he has some big shoes to feel. <laughs> he's already got the trench coat. He's working it pretty good. His bow tie would help, but, you yeah. know. Like, get him a scarf or, or a beanie. A scarf, or, a scarf beanie or a beanie or something like yeah. that. You know, leather jacket, maybe. A suit. That would probably work well for him. Yeah. Lots of running. He needs to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, things that stood out for you and made you go, hmm. Mine was Gideon. I love Gideon. Okay. Why is the AI on Hunter's ship named Gideon? Does this not seem like a rather odd coincidence that the AI... You know what, Brad? What? I think Gideon is the future's Siri. (laughs) The future's Siri. Or Alexis. (laughs) Hello, Siri. (laughs) Hello, Gideon. Okay, Gideon. Can we travel back in time, please? Uh, So is the... Uh, is it a coincidence that the AI's name is same as Sans AI? 
from Flash? I don't think so. Like it's all it all has to be connected. There I, are no coincidences. Yeah, but this is one of the things I'm waiting to see how it flushes out. Um, but how could he? He's like, in the if future. Eddie died and then Eobard no longer existed, like that line is gone. Unless you're talking about one of the other Earths. Clearly, songs. you did not see the last episode. Oh, I saw it. Well, that's I'm what just, I'm saying. Unless you're talking about one of the other Earths, Thons. Hey, it, you never know. Did he know. stay and procreate? Uh, see. Or are we on an alternate uh, timeline? Uh, I see. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Is, and isn't Gideon still at Flash's hangout, anyhow? seen him lately but i think so but so that would make three different gideons in the same timeline right that's the other idea was gideon just hanging out there waiting to you know jump on a time ship like and... does, does gideon talk to herself maybe it's <laughs> hello gideon <laughs> what's going on in your timeline uh i'm still saying that you know it's we're gonna we're gonna see what's gonna happen that would be cool though like there has to be a reason why uh what's his face the villain, uh, Savage. Mm-hmm. Why Savage went after uh, the kid, Jonas. Like, why was he important? He could just be a dick. And <laughs> I, I know he's totally a dick. But he specifically went after the kid. Right. Is it because your father's a fool? <laughs> so I just okay. thought it's Jon Snow. <laughs> John, you're f- Jon Snow. You know nothing. Anyhow, the Time Masters, because, you know... The time lords were already taken. Yeah. The Time Masters are there to keep the timeline in order, much like there's this group in Star Trek that does the same thing. They travel to the future in the past and make sure all the, the timelines don't get all screwed up. So Rip is trying to change history that's already happened. Mm-hmm. So if he's changing it and, well, they're going after him, are the changes that he's going to make not going to affect the timeline? Oh, no, it's totally going to affect the timeline. So It's going to destroy that timeline that he came from. Is Okay. And Are, that's what he wants because they want to get rid of Vandal Savage because he's currently ruling. I forgot what the year was. Was it 7,000? 2166 or something like that. Okay. I'm thinking of another show. So, yes. <laughs> I know what show I'm thinking of. Heroes. <laughs> ah, gotcha. So, in this time travel land that they're doing, let's, let's go with this. If you're trying to change some things, there are items in the past that aren't set in stone. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Final Destination. They save the hawk's son mm-hmm. from dying, only to have death catch back up and kill him anyhow. This is true. Because he was set in stone. Mm-hmm. We saw in a promo that Dr. Stein, his ring disappeared. His wedding ring. Mm-hmm. So that would be a Back to the Future time travel. Mm-hmm. You know, like Marty disappearing on the pitcher. Yeah. And with Rip trying to change the fixed points in time, that then moves into the Terminator time travel realm. <laughs> Which one? Exactly. Because there's a couple of them. Because you can go back and you change the past in Terminator, but you lose your cybernetic arm and yeah. future still rewrites itself into a different time effect. Yeah. Or we got the whole butterfly effect going on. Or the new one where you are just an island in time. I haven't. Yeah. That's oh, you haven't seen the new one? No, I haven't seen the oh. new one. Okay. And, well, the ripple effect, I don't know. I, we're gonna, I think you're going to have to really flesh out the time travel thing and give us some ground rules on it. Cause, yeah. Well, yeah, I think the rules for this one is you have to be careful because of, I think it's the butterfly effect. 
because you have to be we're aware because they mention the different things with the ripples and like his the name of his ship is the wave rider and that would kind of go with the ripples for me and it, that's exactly what it was in star trek also they would go back and fix time ripples yeah so okay this is a set point it has to happen if this doesn't happen like whole worlds get knocked out there was an episode of star trek it was in star trek voyager mm-hmm. uh it was year of hell Mm-hmm. Where, oh yeah, where, awesome episode. Uh, uh, Red from the '70s show was an alien. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And he, every time he kept changing something, there were ripples in time that just screwed up and destroyed uh, planets and stuff like that. So that could be the ripple effect that they're working on, also. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot going on. You gotta watch and see. Right. What do you think about Savage? I really enjoyed him, like when we saw him back on the Arrow Flash crossover. We didn't get to see him a lot here, but I think he's an evil bastard. <laughs> like just from the fact that you remember, it was a completely different show. The first episode of Walking Dead, when mm-hmm. we got to see what Rick had to do with the zombie girl, like right. oh, kids die on this show, like that it's going to be this kind of show. Like he's that kind of evil. Right. Yeah. He's well. He's also stuck. He's once he figured out he was immortal, mm-hmm. he totally started going out for himself. Oh yeah, and totally. He, he has to kill the hawks in order to stay uh, stay alive. Yeah, because he steals their powers every time he right. kills them. Like that's how he stays alive. But, so maybe if they keep hiding from him, like he'll get old and die, and they can just be happy happily ever after. Well, he's and already, have a billion other kids. He's already made it to the future, so not technically because they can they can always change it. True. They do have the time machine, and he is uh, stuck in a linear uh, linear time. So yeah. he's you know taking the long way around. Not yeah. So they can hide in a bunker for like a couple hundred years, and he would just like grow old and die because sure. he can't siphon off their reincarnation magic sure. to make together. No problem. That sounds totally <laughs> logical. We could do that. I'm saying. Hot girl is a mother with a kid who is quite grown up. Not nearly cool. as bad as River was. Oh, that was another time travel show. River Pond, no, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, from yeah. you. Oh. I gotcha, I gotcha. Hearing the fact that he had to watch them get killed when he was ten, but didn't remember, but they didn't remember him at all, was one of those little heartbreaking moments, also in the episode, which falls into that weird time travel conundrum when you meet someone who knows who, and you know who they are, but they don't know who you are because of timey wimey, spacey wacy. Mm-hmm. This also leaves the uh, one question left: was how many children did Hot Girl have? See, that did make me wonder, um, are there an entire or entire generations of other families? Because they are reincarnated. They are different people. They're the same faces and same souls, but they're different people with different lineages. Mm -hmm. So they could have all these different generations of families that they belong to throughout the world, you know, since they've reincarnated so many times. Do they keep track once they get their memories back? Clearly, they told Aldous um, about their very complicated past. Right. How did the kid not have his parents committed? Like, teach. My parents (laughs) think they're reincarnated and that they can turn in the hawks. Though, I guess, you know, once they showed him their wings, it was all good. Since he was a kid, you know, why couldn't he... Why couldn't he spout some wings too? Because he's not a god. Yes. Well, okay. Like, I, little bit are they god? Are they? Or are they empowered by Horus? They're empowered the by Horus. They, yeah. he, he's not empowered by anything. Okay. I'm I'm kidding with all the questions. So. Oh mostly. no! No, I'm going with it. <laughs> and I know how you feel about these two characters and how they need to be fleshed out more. And I am all 
for that. Flesh them out as much as you want. Just give them as much camera time as you want because I love them and I can't wait to see more. Uh, I just feel like we've gotten a lot more for them than other characters. I'm not even really talking about Mick, who is basically a caricature at this point. <laughs> a, a hilarious one, but still. Um, I'm I'm just digging everything that we've been getting for these two, and I, I want more. I can't wait for more. Um, one thing about going back to Vandal Savage real quick, though, um, we, well, we were talking about the timeline and everything and how, you know, he's not really going to be in a time machine or anything. Like, he's just going. Right. I, I, I think that's pretty different from some of the other things that we've seen, you know, other movies and things. Because you, you always see the bad guy traveling back and forth in time. Like, if, if it's Biff or in the, you know, Time Cop movie. But that's not what's going to happen here. You know, our heroes are going to be zooming around, I guess, looking for him at his weakest moment. Trying to figure out a way to take him down. Right. That okay. kind of sounds like it. And then yeah. he's going to start going, you came after me before. And then if if that does a ripple effect, he's going to, he's going to remember them time traveling. Right. And of course he's going to recognize our Hawks mm-hmm. exactly. or my Hawks. <laughs> so what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene was our opener, the bar scene. Oh that yeah. That was, was really cool. And you know, Sarah in heat wave and captain cold just going out for a drink, you know, because it's seventies. Yeah. Got to step out. It was great to see her take on everyone and then ask her help. But you got to admit, though, that Stark was sitting back there going, I like her. <laughs> she was just beating <laughs> up everybody. <laughs> and then it makes you wonder in the whole timeline thing, how many people did they mess up their timelines down the road with all broken hands and stuff? They, they might be okay-ish. I mean, what Rip Hunter did tell them not to leave the ship, so I'm sure that there were other ripples. This is true. Like somebody couldn't go to work because they had a black eye, and then other stuff because happened because they didn't go to work that day. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter because he w- he was trying to change time anyway. Mm-hmm. So even if there are little ripples, like he wants a big ripple, like he wants to get rid of Vandal Savage, who we've seen based on the pictures and everything has always been in the locations when something bad is about to happen. Right. Like he was in Germany with the Nazis. He was at the Cuban Missile Crisis and some other places as well. Speaking of huge ripples, Snark wanted to go back and steal the Mona Lisa. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> it's just like, there's a ripple right there. Then it's not yeah, worth then anything it be because, famous. yeah, well, no one would know about it because no one knew about the painting. But I, I think that's his character. Like, he would know. Like, he always gets that little smile on his face. I just think it's so adorable. Mm-hmm. But, like, he would know. He, he is so smart. So let's hit your favorite scenes here. Because your favorite Uh, scenes and my favorite scenes are pretty much all the same. (laughs) Well, my favorite scenes, I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier uh, when everybody was kind of battling over making the decision of whether or not to go. So, you know, my hawk's battling it out in the living room. Like, did they move in together or something? It looked like it, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know you. Let's move in together. Yeah. Why not? Why not? We're both hawks. Let's do this. You know, know, just bouncing back and forth. She's packing and he's unpacking her stuff. And, like, I didn't like how he called her a little lady. He was a little condescending with that. But I don't care. I still love him. Um, <laughs> but when uh, she got all mad at him and she was like, you know what? Let's decide this. And he's like, yeah, we always decide this best when we fight. And, you know, they just go into their hawk form. And that was awesome. I kind of wish we'd gotten to see the, the whole fight. That would have been cool. It One of my other. Yeah. You know, they don't play rock, paper, scissors like regular people. So. I wish I could be a hawk. Then I, I could have stayed home today instead of going out to work yeah, in the snow. You wouldn't want to go out in the snow. Your wings would freeze over and you'd crash, so it'd be bad. Really? 
Darn it. You can't win. Um, my other favorite scene was Stein drugging Jax. I knew that was going to happen once, they, when he, once he was like, hey, just have a drink with me real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, Jax, really? Yeah. But that was really cool. And then when Jax woke up mid-time travel, he's like, great, you're awake. I was worried you'd miss this, even though I drugged you. That was an Why awesome scene. here? Yeah. <laughs> That I it, that was yeah that was a good one too. It was just the whole fact that he's like, let me off this thing. No, I wouldn't open it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another great one was Laurel and Sarah. Their scene together where Laurel's you know giving her sister the push she needed to give the time traveling thing a shot and find new purpose in her life. You know, since she came back from the dead, mm-hmm. and then she gave her the white canary outfit that Cisco made. That was a good shout out. Hey, you know, Cisco makes it. It's good to go. Yeah, and of course, you know, he named her. Uh, you exactly. know, he named her. Oh, he has to. Yeah. The other one was everyone hitting Rapunner. <laughs> Stop hitting me. <laughs> and then we find out why, you know, he lied. And it was, it was it, and then you figure out why he lied. And it was really, really sad. And I felt like that was when Arthur Darville's really intense acting came in handy. He did have some funny moments. But the scene where he was holding his dead son, jo- was it Jonas? Mm-hmm. Right. It was so sad. Like... Yeah, go take Savage. What's his name? Vandal Savage. Go take him down. Uh, I also liked my Hawks backing each other up and then finding out about their kid or their old man, however you want to put it. And then, of course, Mick. Uh, Mick had some great one-liners. He's a character. I hope they take time to flush out more anyway. But I've liked what we've seen so far. I just need a lot more. He's the only one that we didn't really get an episode for. The First time we saw him in season one, he shared the episodes with Leonard, and I don't think we saw him much after that. No, we we haven't seen much of him. So, is this the first time we've seen him since first season one, Flash? It's yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I need them to do a little bit more with him. Like he has some really great lines, and he's funny, but I, I need to know more about him. Yes, I, I so definitely I mean, need to know more about. I mean, him. the Captain and Tennille thing—that was awesome. Yes, it was so awesome. I had to play it for at the beginning. Yeah, like I need more of that. Uh, favorite lines, Joe. Go ahead and play. Uh, play the two please, here. Please do. We go out for one lousy drink, and you guys somehow manage to pick a fight with Boba Fett. Uh, gotta love the Star Wars reference there. <laughs> Perfect timing, and that was the one line I wrote down the first time I watched it. Like it was hilarious. <laughs> I was cracking up on that. Uh, this one also kind of got me going. Mm-hmm. I bet it uses ionic propulsion. I doubt that very much, given that even advanced technology wouldn't be able to sustain an ionic reaction. It's possible if you stabilize the quantum flux. You know, we actually covered this before, Professor Stein. When I was your student many moons ago, perhaps you remember my paper on subspace field mechanics? I don't remember you, Mr. Palmer. Ouch! Ow, that Poor burp. Ray. We already know he's uh, very sensitive <laughs> about being forgotten. It's like, no one loves me. Later and on, you're nobody. Man. Like he died and nobody really mourned him. His professors don't remember anything about him. <sighs> yeah, Poor he, Ray. Ray. Ray has it rough. Yeah. Anything oh, I else? forgot to mention the scene where uh, after they time traveled, we saw the effects of time travel. And uh, what is it? Rip Hunter said, it gets worse the further back you go. <laughs> it could be, you know, was it uh, the blind, temporary blindness, uh, vomiting, nausea, oh, bleeding from the eyeballs, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be okay, though. Timey wimey, spacey wacy. Yeah, they they need a commercial for that with the uh, all the symptoms <laughs> scrolling. <laughs> 
Do not try and travel if you're allergic to. If you have these symptoms. So, I'm good for the pilot. I'm so looking forward to the rest of this. Oh, me too. And we also want to know what you guys thought. Like, what were your favorite scenes, favorite characters, what you thought could be fleshed out a little bit more, and basically just what you're looking forward to seeing this season. Exactly. You can find us on Twitter again. I'm Brad ZB. And I'm Jen Dev. Be sure to use the hashtag PeerFans when talking about the show so we can chat along with you. Also, be sure to check out Peer Fandom on Facebook. Let us know what fandoms you're most interested in. Again, just so we can make sure that you have something to read and listen to because we want to reach out. We want to talk to you about everything. Really, me and Brad, we watch everything. So we can can talk about it. Between the two of us, we can talk about it. She can talk about it more than I do because she watches (laughs) every everything. Oh, and wait till this weekend is over. I am snowed in. Yeah. Lucky you. Although it's a Battlestar weekend, so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, so by the way, if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles there. We both have a lot of different articles on there, and tons of other killer writers are filling the site up with amazing articles. Yeah, definitely. Just to deal with all this great TV and like shows that are coming on, shows and the movies. Um, we'll be doing this podcast every week, so please be sure to let us know what you thought of an episode. Again, hit us up on Pure Fandom Facebook or tweet out with the hashtag PureFans. We want to hear from you. Have a favorite moment from this week's episode? Hit the comment section below and let us know. Until then, we'll see you next week. Bye.